Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. A Christmas Prayer by Steve McManus I opened my eyes and looked around. Where was I? Whose bed was I in? Why was I here? Then I saw my father standing over me. Can you hear me? he asked. Yes, Dad, but... My voice faltered as I felt a stabbing pain in my leg. You and Mom were in a bad car accident, son. Mom is seriously injured. They told me that the steering wheel hit her in the stomach and caused internal injuries. Your right leg is broken. Evidently, you were both knocked unconscious by the impact. My thoughts whirled. I tried to remember the awful events that had taken place that morning. Gradually, it came back to me. Mom and I had gone to town to do some Christmas shopping. Mom was driving Dad's old panel truck because he had taken the car to work. It was a cold, drizzly day, but the spirit of Christmas seemed to be everywhere. All the store windows had yuletide scenes painted on them. Passing cars had Christmas trees strapped on top. Best of all, today was the first day of vacation, and I had two whole weeks away from my seventh-grade classes and homework. As we rode along, I thought of all the things I was going to do during this vacation. My best friend Mark and his older brother were going to take me skiing for the first time. I could hardly wait. But my thoughts were interrupted as the old truck began to lurch back and forth. "'What's happening?' I cried. "'I don't know. I can't control the truck,' Mom answered frantically." At that moment, the truck veered sharply to the left and into the oncoming traffic. I saw a car headed directly toward us, and then there was a thunderous crash. The next thing I knew, I was in the hospital room, and Dad was standing by my bed. My leg was really hurting now. How long am I going to be here? I asked him. I don't know. As soon as they put a cast on your leg, you'll probably be able to go home, but you certainly won't be going skiing this Christmas vacation. The word stabbed like a knife. I had been looking forward to skiing all year. Then I thought about Mom. Is Mom going to be all right? I asked hesitantly. I don't know, son. The doctors say she's pretty badly injured. They're going to be operating on her soon. They'll know more about it after that. I'd better go now and let you get some rest. Don't worry. Remember that God is taking care of you and Mom. Whatever happens will be His will. How can he talk like that after such a terrible thing has happened, I thought, as he walked out of the room. How can he say that God is taking care of us when he let this happen? Bitter thoughts began to race through my head. I began blaming God for everything, thinking, Why our family? We're good people. We go to church and pay our tithe and offering faithfully. Why? Dad and Mom are the hardest working people in the church. The more I thought about it, the more bitter I became. God is a God of love. He likes to see his people happy. Then why did he let this happen? I tried to sleep, but every time I shut my eyes, I relived that horrible accident scene. Finally, after what seemed like an eternity, I went to sleep. But I kept waking up and wondering where I was. Then I would remember and try to go back to sleep again. The next morning, the doctor came into my hospital room and told me that he was going to put a cast on my leg and then send me home. Good, I thought. I don't like it here. It smells like medicine, and the food is awful. How's my mother? I asked. Well, she's very sick. We operated on her last night, but she doesn't seem to be recovering very well. 
I might as well be truthful with you, son. I feel that you're old enough and deserve to know the truth. There isn't anything medically that we can do for her. You mean, my voice cracked, you mean she might die? Yes, that's what I mean. I was stunned. I couldn't believe it. I stared at the ceiling as if in a daze. How can there be a God, I thought to myself. How can there be? That afternoon I went home. I had a cast covering my whole leg, and I couldn't walk on it. I had to be carried everywhere I went. It was the day before Christmas, and ordinarily we opened our presents on this evening, but I didn't even want to think about it. I hated Christmas. I hated religion. I hated everything and everybody. I just wanted to be alone. Again, I tried to sleep, but I couldn't. I watched the shadows lengthen on my bedroom walls as the sun slowly sank. The room became darker and darker. Suddenly, the light came on, and I saw my father carrying a tray of food to me. "'Here's your supper,' he said apologetically. "'I know it's not quite like what your mother would fix, but it's the best I could do. I'm going to go down to the hospital now to see her. I've asked some of the elders of the church to go with me and have special prayer.' "'As if that's going to do any good,' I barked at him sarcastically. "'Now, son, don't you believe that God is taking care of your mother?' "'I don't know what I believe. If there is a God, why would he have let this happen?' "'Son, there is a God, and he loves you very much, and it hurts him greatly to see you suffering like this. We must remember that he didn't cause the accident to happen. The accident did happen, but we must have faith to believe that he's leading us all the time.' How can I have faith? How can I believe? I demanded. Whatever happens, we can know that it will be the right thing. It might be hard, but if we have faith, God will give us the strength to accept it. Sometimes he permits trials to test our faith and see whether we really love him and want him to be the Lord of our lives. If you reject him now, you're only giving way to Satan. But I just can't believe. That's exactly what Satan wants you to say. He doesn't want you to believe in God. That way he knows he's got you, which is his goal. Don't let him deceive you. Don't forget all the things God has done for you. He really does love you, and he wants to see you happy. You may not think so, but he really does. I've got to go now, but please don't be so discouraged. Everything will turn out all right if we have faith. As Dad left my room, his words, If we have faith, kept running through my head. I thought for a long, long time, Maybe Dad is right. I should have faith in God. Then I remembered the story of Job and how he never stopped trusting God even after he had lost everything. And I haven't lost anything yet, I thought. Maybe I should pray. That's the least I can do. Dear God, I slowly began, please forgive me for doubting you. Please help me to have more faith in you. You know I'd like you to heal Mom and help her live. But if she can't live... Please give me the strength to accept it. Amen. I felt better right then. It seemed as though a huge cloud had been lifted and everything was brighter. I slept peacefully that night and didn't wake up until Dad brought me my breakfast the next morning. Wake up, son, he called in his deep voice. I opened my eyes and yawned. Good morning, Dad. Merry Christmas, he said cheerfully. Did you sleep all right? Like a log, I answered. You sound as though you feel better than when I last saw you. Oh, I do. Just then, the ringing of the telephone pierced the air. That's probably the doctor, Dad's voice quivered. 
As he walked out of the room, my heart pounded. What is the doctor going to say? What if... I tried to keep thoughts of terror from flooding my mind. I tried to hear what Dad was saying in the other room, but I couldn't make anything out. Then I heard him put down the receiver. Mom seems better today, Dad exclaimed as he hurried into my room. The doctor said she definitely shows signs of recovery. Isn't it wonderful? I could hardly believe it. God had heard our prayers. He really had. Let's offer a prayer of thanks, Dad suggested. Yes, let's, I agreed. Dad knelt by my bed and prayed, thanking God for delivering Mom from the hand of death. Then I prayed. Dear God, I began, please forgive me for my unbelief and doubt in you. Thank you for healing Mom, and thank you, God, for this beautiful Christmas day. Amen. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.